And while I came close, close don't count in this business. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and I've never believed in luck. But I feel a little bit unlucky. In the course of the rumble, I tore my right tricep. And as much as I tried and I asked, maybe I can just tape it. You know, make it, maybe I can make it to Elimination Chamber and I can try to win that and I can, I can get my main event at WrestleMania. But it's just not in the cards and I don't want anybody to feel sorry for me. Because when I think of this situation and how much it bums me out and how much I have talked from the highest mountains about how my goal and my dream ever since I was a little kid was to main event WrestleMania, you know, maybe it's just not ever gonna happen. Hello, friends, listeners, and newcomers. It's me, Eric B., the Raw Dog. And I'm going to do me because I'm unleashed. I'm here on SNME Radio for the Draw Straws Review with my pal, my buddy, old pal. It is Randy C. Randy, say hi to the fine folks out there in SNME land. Hey, everybody, it's me, Randy C., and that is Eric B. Hey, Eric B., how you doing today? And hey, as usual, we are powered by destiny wrestling it's official ahead of his match with mustafa ali el diablo gabriel Ferza will be facing off against more than sorry more than i was gonna say more than one other more than none other than mr lince dorado february 24th at reckless vip is almost sold out and online general mission is moving fast you can get tickets available at www reveltree.ca forward slash event forward slash reckless all the description will be in the in the uh pod episode itself so yeah take a look at that gabriel frezzo one of my favorite we're also powered by chiquita bananas why minoro monkeys never cups that's right minoro monkeys never crops but you know what does crap Right. Sorry. Cramp. What gives me a cramp or a crap right now is wrestling communities, wrestling communities. (laughs) So you are you are not wrong, Randy. Did something happen in the news? Like I completely missed it. If listen, man. um, God, this last week has just been so taxing in so many ways um first of all we all have our lives to deal with which is great but second of all uh it seems like the you know the actions in the background randy made a very good point before we start but the actions in the background um and more or less the community response to it community combativeness uh call it tribalism if you so want to call it it's just been so tiring and, and and annoying to deal with to the point where like 
Randy and I, I think that we consider ourselves when we're doing the show from a journal, a journalistic light, right, Randy? So we try to keep our integrity and we provide our opinions, not based on what everybody else is potentially going to agree with sometimes. So I don't know if it would be journalism fully to (laughs) the fullest ability. I'd say a fan perspective or people that watch and know part of the business or have been involved with the other side in a way. Um, Yeah. I don't know, because I've never been a journalist. That's what I'll never say about myself, right? Yeah, so with exactly. yourself, though, I know you have. So the integrity, I feel like the integrity is kind of what I'm uh, more or less trying to make a point on here that kind of comes along with that. Mm-hmm. And and of course, our opinions are always going to differ from others. And most of the time, that's what we love about the pro wrestling community. Uh, it's just anytime that something like this is going on, it's it's wild, Randy. It's almost like there's just you know, just full on like food fights going on on the internet. Right. And no one's thrown a cake at me yet because I love cake. I love me some cake. And uh, uh, talking, to, talking about some cake, Randy, talking about yeah. some cake. The Royal Rumble also happened on the weekend. And a lot of viewers were saying there was the most cake that they've seen in the female woman rumble of all time. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? I have no comments. <laughs> I have no comment. But, uh, yeah, the Women's Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble itself. What? Well, I'll give you my opinion after I ask you. What did you think yeah. of the Royal Rumble? Okay, so the women's, so the women's match, I, I feel like definitely outshined the men's match. Um, there was a lot given to us as the form of what we, what we fantasize about the Royal Rumble, right? Which is surprise returns and surprise debuts or just complete surprises, shocks. Um, you know, it definitely delivered on that front. We had Jordan Grace show up. That was talked about all day before the Rumble. So it was almost set in stone that it was happening. But to see her actually in the match and performing, listen, a lot of a lot of these one-timers come in and they perform and they're clunky. Jordan Grace fit right in to the WWE female roster division. Like, it was great to see that. Um, and it also showed me that, you know, TNA's got a gem there that they're probably not going to be able to hold on to for that much longer. Now let's get to the men's match. The men's match right now, the WWE roster is so overloaded and so stocked up that we didn't get those same surprises. And I feel like without the surprises, you know, we got Andrade coming back. We got Braun Breaker, who says that he's now on the main roster. We didn't see him last night on Raw. But like those surprises kind of took the place and then pat mcafee was apparently there replacing brock lesnar with everything that's going on so the men's royal rumble also with the cm punk injury which you pointed out to me at the time it uh it it wasn't good let's just be honest right it was it told a good story but the excitement and the entertainment wasn't there no 100 percent um Going into it, the women's match, like you said, the women's match, I like the finish. People that look strong. Yeah, Jordan Grace looked good. Um, they made Jade look like a superstar. Liv Morgan, Liv Morgan coming back and making look like a superstar. Yes, that's what I definitely enjoyed on it. And Bailey winning. Yes, that was done right. You go to the men's, like you said, um, Brock Lesnar all of a sudden canceled uh, as the numerous reports like on Fightful Post, everything else like that, um, that were out there on Brock Lesnar being pulled. Braun Breaker taking his place and then setting up Pat McAfee out there um, doing the spots. Uh, 
Braun uh, obviously put in the spots where Brock was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, Dominic, the, the, there was confirmation too, I believe it was by Fightful. Yeah. So uh, Dominic Mysterio was supposed to throw out Brock Lesnar. So they're yeah. seeing something with Brock and Dom at uh, WrestleMania, presumably. Um, that would have been great to see, to be honest with you. But in turn, I I didn't really enjoy it. Like, I know a lot of people saying out there that they did. Like, wh- what was real different? What made it stand out um, other than Jade Cargill, Bailey, in the whole night? Nothing really to me. So yeah, well, yeah. And then the other two matches were more or less fillers. Uh, I hear a lot of great praise about those as well. But I have to be completely honest with you. Like I'm out at Gabby's. I'm at the Poison Rana party, and we're all gathered, hanging out, having a few drinks. Um, in between the Royal Rumble matches is more or less we're just you know building up more anticipation to the Men's Rumble, which was uh, lackluster and in, in a in more than a couple of ways for sure. But yeah. yes, I can see why people are still saying they like it. And it's because, guys, the Royal Rumble will never live up to our expectations. We always build in so much of a crazy fantasy it, like drive for the Rumble, Randy. Is there anything else in all of sports, let alone sports entertainment, where we fantasize what's going to happen? Like who's going to be on our – I don't even talk about this stuff as much as like who the Raptors could potentially trade for. Like I'm not doing the trade machine trades as much as people are in the background – you know, six months up into the rumble, trying to build up who's showing up, who's going to be the next guy. Will it be Okada? Right. Um, Sami Zayn coming out at number 30 was a, a buzzkill. Uh, I'll just be oh, wow. direct about that. And it was not, uh, it was not Sammy's fault again, not Sammy's fault at all, but I think that somebody wanted a big, a big one, right. Yeah. Wanted a big one. We didn't get it the whole time. Um, when Omos came out, there was like a, a chorus of moans for sure. It, it wasn't like a boo. It wasn't a cheer. It was, oh. um, and that's the, the feeling that it was really at Gabby's too. The As people continued to come out, it was pretty clear where they were going with it. My personal favorite, I wanted Gunther to take it home. I can see why he didn't take it home just yet. Um, the CM Punk injury, it is unfortunate. And we will discuss that as we talk about the raw review tonight. Uh, sorry. Well, yeah, today at this time, maybe tonight at the time that you're listening, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I agree with you, Randy, nothing really to write home about. Didn't live up to the expectations. Don't know if it ever will live up to the expectations, right? Like, I don't know if it ever will. Rumble, Rumble, um, to me. I like Rumble just as much as I like WrestleMania. Sometimes I believe I like it more. Sometimes I believe I like it less. Uh, yeah. It all depends on how the Rumble um, is done. Um, there's definitely many years. Um, getting together with friends in that, I get get together with more friends on Rumble than I do on WrestleMania, which may sound weird, but uh, it's true. No, um, it is. It's one, of those, it's one of those PLEs that you can take anybody to and be like, hey, this is a fun gimmick. Right, it's WWE's best gimmick they've ever done. Yeah, I, I enter in the Rumble pools, get uh, people like Valhalla, and uh, be like, "Yeah, when my number comes up, that's always fantastic." Not, but uh, it's my own choice. I can't blame anybody but myself. But uh, you know, you know, and then uh, yeah, who did I get in the men's Rumble? I got uh, Ludwig, and which I wasn't too 
I, you I got, was high. You got decent names. You got no, I didn't. Names. No, I didn't. I got Ludwig. <laughs> I got Ludwig. I forget who my other one was. Who was it? I'm thinking. I that. don't know. Maybe uh, it doesn't matter. Big, it doesn't maybe good. Big Bronson Reed. Who knows? No, it wasn't uh, Big Bronson. It was worse. No. It was worse. <laughs> No, honestly, oh, it could have been Santos Escobar. When Santos Escobar came out, because I I threw the rumble pool that Randy's talking about. When <laughs> Santos Escobar came out, I let out like an audible, like, oh, God. And, and Grayson Waller, too, at three, I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> the first 15 numbers, uh, first 14 numbers, sorry, of the entire men's rumble, I knew there was no way one through 14 was doing anything. Then Cody comes out. I'm like, this is our first real contestant um then cm punk drew gunther final four that you had those were really the only ones that you could see in the final four right dom wasn't going to sneak his way into there but man if dom eliminated uh brock lesnar that would have been amazing the heat magnet that would have just continued to grow on dom would have just been incredible in comparison to Braun breaker i mean listen I can see why people like the guy. I just, um, I'm not crazy about him. He had that one cool spot in the rumble. Another thing that sucked is we didn't get, we didn't get any rumble spots, Randy. We didn't get any epic rumble spots. There was no Logan Paul action. Ricochet was there at 29. I think he was just thrown, thrown away into the match more or less. Like there was no Ricochet spots. Um, Kofi Kingston didn't even get to try his, you know, I heard Kofi spots. The reports are Kofi Kingston says now that his next spot that he does does will be the biggest one. So okay. people anticipating to see him do this spot. Maybe he's getting older. Maybe he can't do them as much anymore. Maybe he can't do a handstand. I don't blame him. I can't. So Kyrie Sane's attempt to save herself was pretty crazy. There was people there sitting beside me saying, Oh, she's got magnets in her feet. She's got magnets <laughs> in her feet. Like there's no magnet, she's just holding up for dear life, and there's no way anyone is pulling her up from that position, let alone herself. (laughs) So again, I thought that was I thought that was a weird choice too, right? Um oh anyways, yeah, Gimpy. uh, speaking about Gimpy, I think that in the women's rundle rumble he got like Caden, Caden Carter and Piper Niven. So Randy, it can always be worse. Yeah. yeah, Valhalla, Valhalla, <laughs> dude. I got Listen, Valhalla, and, and don't get me wrong, Selena Vega. But they they tried to make Valhalla's entrance so epic that yeah. I thought at first because I didn't see the Valhalla thing on the screen, I was like, because they had the whole crown on her and everything. Nikki Cross has been walking around in the background recently with the Vikings, and I thought it was Nikki Cross. I thought it was some type of re-debuting new nikki cross gimmick and then when i saw it was just sarah logan i was like what are they doing here <laughs> thankfully again our truth continues to be one of the mvps of everything we watch to do with wrestling our truth just kills it in the women's rumble and the men's rumble tags himself in tags yeah. himself. Yeah. <laughs> sorry he has funny. to get tagged in by tom <laughs> tom going what the fuck are you doing it was the best thing ever yeah oh for our truth, though, man, that's going to be one of our uh, our things we talk about today. Unfortunately, Randy is poor. Our truth. He just wants a friend. He just wants to, you know, live, laugh, and love. We'll be his friend. Ask I'll us. be his best friend. I'll be his best friend. Anyways, anything else you took home from this, Randy, or just uh, nothing? Not not that. Not nothing. that happens. Nothing. 
Okie dokie. Well, here we are then. Here we are, Randy. That was our little discussion, our chat about the Royal Rumble and everything going on in the wonderful world pro wrestling and its fantastic community. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you again. Thank you so much for tuning into us as you always do. Randy, should we go ahead? Should we talk about some Monday Night Raw and, and talk about, I guess, some semi positive stuff? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's get into this week's Raw. All right, Mr. Positivity over here. Let's get going, Randy. Randy, we are live from Tampa, Florida, the lovely Tampa, Florida. And the first surprise that we get of the night is Pat McAfee is back. However, that comes with a caveat because Wade Barrett is gone. Yeah. Randy, what are your thoughts on that? Because uh, I have my own. Wade Barrett to SmackDown, I'm presuming, with the loss. Yeah. Of, um, but Pat McAfee, how long will he be there? I don't know. Like, it's obviously the end of the football season, so it might be slowing down in the podcast world or whatever. Um, will he be going into the Netflix part? But, uh, yeah, uh, Wade Barrett definitely to SmackDown. You guys are lucky, SmackDaddies. They're very, very lucky, especially from what they were getting before to what they're getting now. Man, I, I, I love Pat McAfee. I think he's great. I think him and Cole have some really good chemistry together. For whatever reason, I kept noticing it was not there tonight. Like I think they need well, a little bit more time to get used to each other again. I don't know if there's that. I think it's time to get used to the product. True. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I no, don't think right. he's been watching. So no, you're absolutely he was still right. there, but I just don't think he got it. Yeah, there was a point in the night where he even referred to like, this is the most electrifying thing happening in the football, I mean, wrestling world right now. (laughs) So I don't know if that's just Pat being Pat and just being funny, but uh, I definitely noticed that he was a little delayed tonight and uh, he'll get back there. He'll get back there. He's a good guy to have on. Uh, definitely on the TV, yes. on the product. And for Netflix, that would be huge too. Pat McAfee's right. show is just crazy as far as the numbers that it draws. Guy's great. Anyways, okay. from that, Randy, we are going to go to CM Punk in an opening promo. Second night in a week that we have somebody coming out and crying during an opening promo because they're injured. What the hell is going on? Let's quickly look back at the last three years for CM Punk <laughs> as well. And the poor CM Punk fans out there. Seriously returns to AEW, wins the title, gets injured, comes back, wins the title, brawl, he isn't the brawl out or brawl in or whatever you want to call it, comes back after they make collision for him and let him keep his title. It's the collision title. And then he gets into the sprawl with Jack Perry, gets sent to WWE, and then his first eight minutes wrestling he gets yeah. injured. I'm presuming. I feel, I feel for those CM Punk fans, man. I really do. 100%. And the haters all out there. Oh, look at bring back CM Punk and he gets injured, but all this and that. Uh, it is what it is. Poor CM Punk, though. Right when he got the aftershock from Drew McIntyre in the Royal Rumble, I texted or I got a text and then uh, texted everybody out there. Yeah, he you messaged me hurt. too. Yeah, you messaged he me too. He is hurt tricep because you see it right away him rolled to the corner talking to the rest um a lot of people out there are saying oh i think cm punk was supposed to win the rumble but well i don't think he was i think cody still was supposed to win the rumble but there's a report out there today that clarified it was not an audible 
mm-hmm. but Punk definitely got injured. And listen, you can go again. You can go online. You can see a lot of people saying like, "Well, Drew misplaced his arm before he did the DDT, and then he dropped it." No, it just accidents happen, guys. I mean, I hate to see when people are even ripping up guys like Ridge Holland for the Big E injury. It's it's not. It's I, I get it. It's a predetermined sport, but it's not a safe sport by any means, right? right? There's reasons why there's notices and discretion advised to never try this at home. It's constantly said, don't try it at home because you can see that the people who have done it their whole lives are still getting injured doing it. When you Anyways, when you yeah. when you injure a tricep too, and it's like not even a year, right? Realistically, yeah. you can injure it pretty easy again. Um, he's not getting any younger. Um, no. I am a CM Punk fan. So, yes, it did hurt a little seeing it. And it's like, oh, no. Right. But, uh, yeah, this promo definitely, you can explain the promo, but this promo definitely um, gives a redemption a little to me. And I get it. That's all I got to say. The promo was fire. I mean, CM Punk's promo since he's been back have been fire every time. You know, like you can tell, like he's this is really he's really distraught about this and and making sure that everybody knows, you know, how hurt he is about it. But also at the same time, I think he's the first wrestling guy of all time to mention like he's like not the best in the world. The person who is the best in the world is the young child who's fighting cancer right now and or the person who he's known who has a family kids who's fighting cancer like that's the best in the world that's the guy that really deserves all of that praise um and whatever version of him that comes back is going to be you know the better version of him the best possible luckily we have somebody potentially getting elevated by this and it was mentioned to me before the show yesterday they might go in this direction Drew McIntyre comes out interrupts CM Punk more or less takes entire credit for the injury which is a smart angle to go into because if you're going to be successful in wrestling, you should use real life to back it up. So after that, after Drew goes into his spiel, Punk lets him know, look, I'm coming back. And when I do come back, you're going to be the first on my list. I'm taking you out. Mr. McIntyre doesn't like it. Gets some stomps down, a very worked stomp, might I say, to the arm of Mr. CM Punk. And then his best friend, Sami Zayn, comes to the rescue. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Honestly, I love it when random people come out to surprise. I get it. Sammy was injured by Drew and he doesn't want to see anybody else get injured again. But Punk is Punk's already injured. A lot of people online today are saying, well, why would they let Punk even do that spot with the tricep if you want to see him come back quicker? Um, and what I asked them to kind of go back into the annals of time is go back to after Cody tore his pack and yeah. the hell of the cell match and, and look to the damage that the guy did to his arm during that match and to his yeah. pack. I mean, yeah. ultimately uh, the doctors have cleared the spot for a reason. Um, and a little bit of a work shot is probably not going to do anything to change that, but yeah, either way we get no CM Punk at WrestleMania and that definitely puts a wrench into things. Randy, everybody's talking about it, right? But uh I guess these next few weeks are really going to help us determine who the next opponent is going to be for either Seth or Roman. That's right. We'll be going into Elimination Chamber. We know what's going after Elimination Chamber. Will we know on Raw? Will we know on SmackDown? Like what's happening? So, yeah, most Yeah, definitely. exactly. 
All right. So now, again, I, I, I see a constant trend that we have here in the last couple of Raws, Randy, and that is during the first hour of Raw, we are absolutely peaking, right? <laughs> so we have the now the commercial-free first hour of Raw, and we're peaking as, possibly, as hard as possible during that, and that is going to happen with DIY versus the Judgment Day for the tag titles. I thought it was really hilarious as DIY was walking out, how they're in the background saying, like, this isn't DIY. This is the five-year-old boy who sat in front of the TV and watched wrestling. And I was like, maybe you don't want to refer to yourself as a five-year-old boy before you come out to a fight. But uh, hey, to each their own. It just it sounded a little weird to me. But the match itself was good. Like I said, yeah. we are definitely peaking here at the start. High energy. DIY is bringing it to them. And there's a lot of times where it is very, very close including but not limited to a 2.9999 count by Tommaso Ciampa, which the crowd actually fully goes to three on their own count, <laughs> much to their dismay. Um, I love when the Gargano escape and the Sicilian stretch get locked in at the exact same time. It seemed like they're possibly going to tap there as well until Priest drops Champa onto the other two for the save. That looked nasty. I love those uh, stack-em-up spots, as you call them. Gargano escaped the Rager's Edge, a super kick, then dropped Balor, so Priest can load up the Razor's Edge to Champa, only to be cut off by Johnny Gargano himself. Champa rolled up Priest, like I said, for the 2.99999 count, um, but it's a Razor's Edge, then into a Coupe, Coupe de Grasse to retain the titles. Everybody knew coming into this match that there was very little chance that DIY was going to retain. It's a strange choice because DIY has had a major push in the new year, right? Like we've seen them have a a very fast, almost a rocketing push here in the new year. And Judgment Day just uh, takes them out. So like Randy, did you think that was the right decision here? Yeah, afterwards, um, it makes Judgment Day look stronger. They are the tag team champions, by the way, and they haven't looked strong as of late. So it is going into WrestleMania season. So why not start with DIY? The crowd was hot for DIY, which they should be. They are great. Um, Yes. uh, Pat McAfee giving it a six-star match. uh, I thought it was funny. I don't think it was that way, but oh, well. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the Judgment Day had to get something on their side. Why not against crowd favorite right now with DIY and uh, the push they have? So where will Judgment Day go from here? We shortly soon find out, right? Well, yeah. later, later, well, later. No, right? it's it's, it's like right really, it's it's more or less right now yeah. because you know here comes the Judgment Day after this, and they they want to talk about like the one thing that uh, you know the elephant of the room. So they call out truth. Our truth comes out. Everybody loves our truth. But unfortunately, they do not love this spot where Damian Priest orders a beatdown of our truth because he likes him too much. It's a little Mm -hmm. weird, right? It's like, if you like him, just keep him in the group. They just added him on a graphic for the 3D (laughs) graphic on the Entered In, which was absolutely incredible. And everything else. And Damian, uh, Again, Dominic let him in through the ropes. Everybody's sitting there smiling until Priest gave him the bad news. Yeah, gave him the bad news. And then he he ordered, actually, Dom to attack him. And Dom wouldn't do it. It's J.D. McDonough who jumps him like a a Wolverine, really, with that giant head. You just see that giant head just flowing from side to side as he's throwing those uh, almost MMA-style beatdown punches. 
and Miz comes to the rescue and it's not a rescue at all because you know for a fact it's like guy the numbers game this isn't going to work out there's four of them in the ring here comes Miz to save the day Miz gets beat down as well him Priest laid out it looks like Priest is now officially removed from the judgment day I don't think he ever was a member but he was our favorite member of all time here on SNME radio Yes, yes, 100%. You know what surprised me, though, Randy? And especially because it was alluded to after the Royal Rumble by Braun Breaker, he said, Judgment Day better wash your backs. He got tossed out by Dom. I thought that Braun's uh, music was going to hit here for sure. And I get it. It's a weird pairing. But I thought this was going to be the way that you throw him into Raw. Um, because you can't throw him into any title scene, like, at all. Like, no. he's got to be just demolishing fools for six months to 12 uh sorry to six to 12 months before we even talk about an ic title match that's well yeah. the other thing with braun too he's currently in a tag uh the dusty classic right now with uh baron corbin going up against uh trick and carmelo hayes i believe in the next step so maybe they're bringing the tag team up back with baron corbin eventually to judgment day i have no clue but yes i was surprised that braun did not come out especially with dom throwing them out you're right good point i'm not i'm not too uh like i'm not too aware of nxt i don't get to watch it every week is is braun still a heel there or is he yeah so so him and baron corbin they were not friends now they're a great tag team and they made it to the very end so they're in the finals of the the dusty okay. cup yeah so well that's and... why that's why it would make no sense to have him back up any faces as of right now or go against the judgment right. day they probably have to finish that story off first yeah Speaking about things that we wish were finished off and maybe never even started in the first place. Here we go. We got Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark. Chelsea has her favorite Chelsea Green back. I can't even do it. Samantha Irvine is just too incredible. She's amazing. But this match, it's just there, Randy. It's just there. It's kind of the toy that's been sitting on your shelf, you know, for the last five months that you didn't even know existed or you didn't even care if it was gone. You didn't even care if it was gone. It's kind of like that Jonathan Coachman custom that you have up there that I oh, gifted yeah. you. <laughs> oh, I know it's there. That one's there. I know it's there. But anyways, yeah, guys, sorry. I'm not kind of crap over the division, but Niven runs Stark over to Stark, but it's quickly off to Baszler to work the arm. Green comes in with a takeover on Stark, who hits a 7-3, sorry, a Z360 very quick. And even Zoe Stark looks extremely surprised by it afterwards. Two minutes into the match here. This match is just there. Mm. Women's wrestling tag team. Two minutes again. Yay. Yeah, let's let's care about it. We'll just give it two minutes. Well, again, it's a strange decision because if you're going to have that two minutes and you want to build up and bolster this division, you have, like, as we're going to talk about it, but... Damage control is here tonight with Bailey, and you also have the Kabuki Warriors there, the current tag team champions. Thank God. Uh, all I can say, yeah, Randy, is yeah. thank God they're the current tag team champions because we need those belts on somebody who's actually a legitimate pair and has some notoriety, and those are the girls who have it. Those yeah. are the women who have it right now, and maybe you know Katana Chance and Caden Carter can get to that level. But it's going to take a little while, right? It's going Man. to take a little while. And I felt like they rushed them into a tag belt situation just because it's like a hot potato situation. You just don't know what to do with it, right? That's right. 
but that's it. All right, Cody is here to talk. What do you want to talk about? All Cody wants to talk about is hearing himself announced twice in a row by Samantha Irvine as the Royal Rumble winner for last year and this year. One of few people to do it. He joins the likes of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow, that's a big rub for Cody. A lot of people are mad that Cody won the Rumble. Okay, a lot of people are pissed that he won the Rumble, going to the point where they're saying, well, it was supposed to be CM Punk. They called an audible, and now it's Cody. But Cody was always the plan. And this so. is the reason why. Cody is epically over in the United States of America, let alone worldwide. But in the United States of America, Cody is king. <laughs> there is nobody who is better than Cody, and I'm sure a lot of our U.S. fans will agree He's the top guy right now. He's Mr. America. They got the flag on him everywhere he goes. He's the American nightmare for God. I mean, I don't know. I'd rather live the American dream than the American nightmare, but he's the American nightmare. So anyways, yeah, this? he's sorry. Go ahead. Randy. Have you seen the state of the wrestling community right now in America? Never mind. And the American nightmare fits perfectly. It could be somebody's dream, but you just call it nightmare is a dream too, right? <laughs> So, it's uh, very nightmarish it is yeah. very nightmarish you could say that uh you know uh it, it's it's the whole community is just creeping along here at a very slow pace right now yeah all right cody is here seth comes out seth is here to join and seth is more or less begging cody begging him i'd say to take him on not take on roman reigns reasons seth is better that's the number one. He's the guy. Cody, you're not the guy. Roman ain't the guy. Seth is the guy. Reason number two, Seth shows up to work. <laughs> he starts talking about... That's the good thing about Seth's promos recently, actually. He's saying everything that we're thinking. He ain't right? wrong, right? No, he ain't wrong. He's saying everything we're thinking, and he's really going off of what he's seeing on the internet. And on the internet, people are just tired of seeing Roman come in, you know, twice a year maybe at this point stack them and win just like he did at royal rumble like there was no surprise like that's right i i am the famous person who have coined the roman reigns match formula and insert random moose was definitely the ending here again it's never not going to be the ending of his matches anyways back to the promo i like how seth refers to his title as the dusty rose title though the working man's title what title would dusty want more he poses to cody the fans are so against this. Yes. We get no chance. Instead of yes, we get no, no, no. The fans want Cody to take Roman out. And the reason why, I don't even think it's because they they could care less. I mean, if Cody is a champion, he's a champion either way, right? This belt more or less was almost created to hand over to Cody, everybody thought. And then it was Seth who ended up taking it, right? Like, didn't you think when this belt was created, it was created for Cody? No, I'll be honest about that aspect. I did think it was created for Seth um, because right. who could beat him, right? And yeah. I think I thought it was Seth to get it and then Cody to overcome Seth. Because remember, there's a very common theme in this, and especially with this promo tonight as well. Seth has not beaten Cody once. Yeah, They've had two matches, right? Yeah. So in turn, even using this promo, I was thinking either Seth is on some mighty fine drugs even though that uh, uh, he is making a lot of valid points, but in turn, he hasn't beaten Cody. Why the hell would he ask a guy? And something there is something stated later on tonight as well in another match, but a very yeah. similar idea. 
But yes, you're right. The crowd did not want it at all, which nobody should. And no. which which title would a Cody, uh, which Dusty Rhodes would have liked? He would have liked the NWA title probably a little longer. <laughs> like you know I mean? or anything else. If anything, then the WWE title. I'm not saying that. But it's definitely not this title that was made after the death of Dusty Rhodes. Exactly. I I know for I, I like the way that they go into that in the promo. And I like the way that you can bring up Dusty. And for whatever reason, it just cuts a little bit deeper with Cody. Right. You can see literally every single time that Dusty's name is mentioned, Cody almost tears up. Um, because they were very, really, really close, obviously. But it, it I do like it. Um Seth isn't gonna get this match. It's not possible. The Universal Championship is the real championship, man. Like, that's, that's right. what's up. That is what was there before. It was unified. And because Roman can't be beaten, we created like a consolation title for Raw. That's really what it has been in my eyes. Seth has elevated it. Don't get me wrong. The belt means something. Yeah, it means a lot more than the Women's Tag Team Championships uh, for obvious reasons. But <laughs> it's it's not Roman's title. And it's not... Listen, if you beat Seth, you beat somebody who's had a pretty good reign and a great uh, a great champion who's defended his belt constantly and won each time. But if you beat Roman, you beat whoever is, cre you know, very close to being the new Bruno Sammartino on yeah, WWE, sure. right? So sure. that's, that's worth it. History is worth it. The records are worth it. That's as far as I think. All right. New Day is backstage and they're ready to take on a new title. Kofi is ready to beat Gunther. Dum, dum, dum. Okay. We have a lot of matches tonight where I'm like, okay, um, I, I guess that's a possibility. It's like Bronson Reed was talking last week about how he's going to demolish everybody and beat everybody. And ne next week, which is now this week, his opponent is Jey Uso. So let's talk about that match, Randy, shall we? Yes, because it is next. Okay. All right. <laughs> Honestly, another one of those matches where you're just like, look, there's no way Bronson is going to win this match. Poor Bron poor big Bronson Reed, as they're now coining him, is just not going to get a win against a notable opponent. He's going to get them over the Ivars of the world. Unfortunately, he's not going to get it about the from the Jays. But let's talk about this. Big Bronson Reed runs him over at the start, hits him with a clothesline. Jay manages to knock him outside for a suicide dive. We take a break. We come back with Uso yeeting away with some punches and getting off of too high crossbody. The Insiguri is knocked away, though, and Reed's backsplash gets two. Reed then goes up, gets knocked down, only to avoid a superfly splash. Reed's Death Valley driver gets two, but he misses the tsunami. I love that tsunami. I wish it hit so badly, man. I really do, but I know why they need Uso to win. Uso spears him with that you know, super strong, epic spear of his that he has and hits a super fly splash for the pin. Bronson never had a chance here and he will never beat a credible opponent if we continue to book him against guys that we need to win. Well, mid-card J tonight, yes, getting the win. Um, I honestly <laughs> thought maybe Bronson Reed did have the chance, to be honest with you, the way that Jay, both guys, Bronson at least has come off wins. I don't think Jay Uso has in the last little bit. So I honestly did think he had a chance, but uh, yeah, mid card Jay with the win again. Yeet, yes, I love my main event Jay. You so unfortunately is on mid card against Bronson Reed, but 
It's all good. Yeah, upper upper mid card Jay. He hangs out there with Sami Zayn, right? Yeah. Who's also yeah. he's in the main event tonight. Yeah. And I've also been told this morning over and over again about how much of a star Sami Zayn currently is. I guess we'll talk about that when we get to the main event. But Andrade is in the back, and he officially signs with Raw. Nick Aldis is there. He said he had an offer ready for him already to come to SmackDown. I love it when Andrade leans in, and he's like, say hi to Zelina Vega for me. I felt like just being like, say hi for me too while you're at it. <laughs> there you right? go. Like, everybody wants to say hi to Zelina Vega. That is hilarious. Um, but yeah, Andrade on Raw. Randy, where do you see Andrade fitting in? Kind of same in there as the upper mid card, or where do you see him potentially fitting in? Um, whenever Gunther loses the Intercontinental Championship, maybe around there. Um, but that's about as high as it goes. Um, relatively around Jey Uso. Oh, I don't even know even as high as Sami Zayn. I have no clue, but that's a good question. Intercontinental. I'm just going to say Intercontinental. Yeah. Well, it's been a long time since we've had a Latino world champion in WWE. And the last time they tried to do it, it failed pretty epically with Alberto yeah. Del Rio and his face run. So WWE is very afraid to pull that trigger, um, even if it's for a short little while. But yeah, I see Andrade potentially being in that IC title picture. Um, guy looks like a million bucks. They definitely promoted him nicely during the Royal Rumble. He got a great yeah. pop too. It just people yeah. were expecting more after that. And really that's all we got from the men's rumble as far as true surprises. You know, what's funny that just came to mind, Randy, no wonder they didn't advertise who was going to be in the men's rumble because they were like, it's all going to be surprises. <laughs> all people from our roster. Yeah, that's true. It's true. Right? You have the roster to do it. Why not? Yeah. So, all right, here we go. The match that we are all looking forward to, it is Gunther versus Kofi Kingston for the IC title. Oh, man, we, we know where this one's going to, but Kofi Kingston, at least, he's always fun in matches. The guy's energy, athleticism is out of control. He always brings the challenge, especially early on here, but he gets slowed down when he misses a jumping knee, and it's countered into a sleeper here by Gunther. Again, Gunther's moveset is basic. It is like, you know, it, it's like a, it's like a 15 moves of death kind of situation. If you can get up to 15 moves of death here, but that's all he needs outside the ring. Kingston drapes him over the steps for a jumping shot to the back, followed by the top row boom drop for two back inside the ring. Trouble in paradise is countered in a failed Boston crab attempt. I saw the people in the SNME thread going on and on about the Boston Crabs in this match because I think there was two that were missed here by Gunther, apparently. Mm. Uh, another clothesline is then countered into an SOS for two, and Gunther is just straight up pissed, had enough, said, this is finished. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Drop kicks the bejesus out of Kofi Kingston, power bombs him to hell to retain the title. We all love our Gunther. We all love Kofi Kingston, too. Um, but obviously Gunther ain't losing this until somebody, it's gotta be a big bad that comes up and takes this belt from Gunther, man. And that's why I think, you know, again, it's funny to think that the WrestleMania plans could have been Brock versus Dom when everybody really thought that it was going to be Brock versus Gunther, maybe for the IC title. Yeah. Yeah. Gunther though. And like Kofi and Gunther, this was, this match actually sort of surprised me for what it was. It was enjoyable, me um, too. but you're right. Um, Gunther, where the projection of him? Cause the guy is a beast. 
15 movies of death. That's the perfect explanation you just said there. Eric. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a beast. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, again, if Cody does finish the story and gets the title, I honestly see USA um, versus Mr. Gunther there coming up. But uh, what will happen then? Like, nobody yeah. can beat Gunther right now. No, exactly. Um, and I've actually been seeing Gunther getting like a lot of, uh, I, I don't want to say hate, but I've seen a lot of like negativity about Gunther since the Rumble. People saying, you is not ready. He couldn't have potentially won. He can't be in that main event spot now with Seth, with the change with CM Punk. That's exactly where he fits in, folks. And if you think otherwise, then you're just blinded by the fact that Gunther has only been around on TV for a short period of time where Seth has been around for a long time now. So if you think that Gunther is too young potentially to have this opportunity, guess what folks, this might surprise you. He's one year younger than Seth Rollins. Gunther is going to win the Royal rumble next year. You heard it here first. I can guarantee you this. He is going yes. to win the Royal rumble. next year. He better win it, man. Honestly, mm. what the hell are we doing? If he doesn't, like, honestly, just send the guy to AEW at that point at Walter. He'll be booked a lot better there. Right, Randy? Yeah, probably not. Right? Right? Mm -mm. No? Oh, no. All right, guys. All right, guys. I know some of you like AEW, too. I'm not I'm not making fun of AEW. I'm not making fun of AEW. I oh, am. Yeah. I am. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Post-match, Xavier Woods comes in to check on Kofi, but Imperium comes for the beatdown. We all love Imperium. Imperium is staying together. No matter how hot of a take I give on what I think might happen in the future, it seems that Imperium is not getting broken up, Randy. Not getting broken up at all. Good. Very nice. Very nice. So now we see a video package about Drew injuring Sami Zayn. Tonight, Sami is going to give him a reality check so he can't do it to anybody else. It seems like he's a little bit too late on that one. But that's not Drew's fault. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the new tag team champs, the Kabuka Warriors, are here, thank God, to take on Natty and Knox, everyone's favorite tag team combined. I have literally seen people writing online recently that if they just let Natty work the way that she can, that it would be so much better and she'd be so much more entertaining. <sighs> Anyways, she starts <laughs> off with a German suplex and a discus clothesline, looking to set up a sharpshooter, so Asuka screams for Kyrie to save her. She does. Natty reaches for the tag to Knox, but instead she goes to the floor to brawl with Sane. Doesn't work out very nicely for her, leaving Natalia to roll up Asuka for two. Asuka kicks Natalia down with the insane elbow finishing off 10 minutes into the match. My God, Randy, 10 minutes here for this match. Um, you know what would have been a better match, honestly? Kabuki Warriors versus Zoe and Shayna. Like, that's yes. where you needed to go. They had here. it right there. Right. Like that's maybe it is going go there, there though. It, it's it's going there for sure. Um, this was a non-title match too, so we knew the titles uh, weren't moving no matter what. It's the sixth time that we've seen these two tag up with each other, and they have literally no traction. And we're just waiting for Natty to turn heel and attack Tegan's knee because, like, that is like what you do with Tegan Knox and your company: go after those injured knees. And Natty is so bland and boring at this point in the role that she's in that if they're going to keep her on TV, Randy, they got to do something with her. 
Well, news out of Nadia as of late, and I know she's been pitching pitching this for a while. A new Heart Foundation or Heart Family movie. So supposedly she's really close on getting this done. So hopefully she can start working on that, so we don't have to see her here with Tegan anymore. <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm pretty sure she could probably help and direct and uh, give a little insight on the movie better than she's been performing here on raw yeah no that would be great man honestly that would be great and she's also been credited recently for training you know the likes of jade cargill has come over to the dungeon and trained with her and tj yep. um so obviously there's a lot that natty can do that's very good for the sport still and very good for us as fans i just don't think wrestling is it i don't think that it, she fits into this picture anymore um and i think especially in the rumble when she came out people were like oh okay we know her. She's not going to win anything. Exactly. Right. It, she might not even eliminate anybody, but she's there anyways. Caden Carter and Katana Chance are ready for their rematch for the women's tag t team titles next week. All I ask bookers of WWE is please don't toss this belt back over to them so quickly. Like, let's just let this title be on one team for more than a month, please. Yeah. Like, if no one's injured and we can continue to just run with it, just one month. <laughs> That's all I ask for. That's let them let the, let them drive through a whole bunch of people. Exactly. Please, please, please. But here is Bailey with the rest of Damage Control for a quick chatteroo. Everyone was saying that she wasn't as good as she once was when she came back, and now she's the winner of the Royal Rumble. Hell, she even beat Rhea Ripley's record, which is crazy because I didn't even recognize that as it was happening. But you could see. Bailey reserving herself in the Rumble match throughout the whole match. As soon as Bailey came out at number three, I was like, oh, yeah, number three is going to win it. Funny story. Speaking about the Rumble pool that Randy was in, for the women's match, the person who had number three and number 28, guess who those were? It was Bailey just mentioned. And Bailey Jay, and Jay. Jay Cargo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the holla man. <laughs> I, I told the guy, listen, you got to go out and buy a lottery ticket today because yeah. um, you, this is crazy. But no, what he did instead, actually, is I think he, he put a $100 parlay on the Chiefs to win and on the Lions to win, and he cashed out at halftime. So that guy had a lucky weekend. That yeah, guy had a lucky weekend. And listen, when all I have to say, folks, is when you feel luck hit you, don't stop. Keep on going. Try it. one more time for the big, the big bang, the big bust. Anyways, yeah, so Bailey is here. Q and Rhea Ripley to interrupt, but Nia Jax jumps her from behind. Oh, God, here's Nia again. The fight is on. They get into the ring. The Jax running over and dropping the big leg, just continuing to wash people. And I squashed them. And I squashed them again. Uh, Jax drops two more, plus the Annihilator, before staring Bailey down in the corner. Ripley isn't making it to WrestleMania, but Bailey says that she will make her. Bum, bum, bum. Again, we have to continue Nia Jax being in the storyline here somewhat. She didn't look bad in the Rumble. Um, no. I, I liked it the most, actually, when she got destroyed by Jade Cargill. Uh, Jade Cargill picking her up just shows you just how much of an absolute beast that she is. Um and speaking about women's rumble match, I mean, I know we don't talk about her a lot because she's on the other brand, but how about that stare down between Jade and Bianca Belair? And that was great, eh? 
is great. That That's why we talked about it before. That's who she definitely go against. The two strongest women, Bianca Belair, pound for pound, like even against intergender, she's one of the strongest yes. people. People, yeah. On, I think she, business, I think so. she benches more than anybody else in the company. Yeah. Uh, I know she squats it for sure, but yeah, she is an absolute tank, and so is Jade. To see the two of them go at each other, there's your WrestleMania a match right there. Oh, imagine as a tag. tag. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. I Talk just, about... I honestly, I just, I just had a little bit of like a, a pop in my head there for that. A That's a Bruno San Martino run for tag team championships. <laughs> they, they will have to destroy those tag team belts of those two win them because there is no chance in hell that anybody is beating them. You can put them up against the men's tag team champions yeah. and they likely will win. That's it. <laughs> Especially if it's just an arm wrestling match. Those yeah. ladies got them pipes, man. Yeah. But all right. Drew is backstage now. He says Sammy has never beaten him and he won't start tonight. No shit, Drew. Like as soon as I heard him say this, I was like, we all know this it is ridiculous. Why are we having this match? Okay, I guess we have to have something. But our main event of the night, Randy, here on Raw after the Royal Rumble is Sammy Zayn versus Drew McIntyre for what? For the rights to protect CM Punk, for the rights to, you know, better yourself after you were injured by this guy. I mean, it just it sucked. The it road sucked. to elimination chamber. <laughs> the 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 match again when we were talking about earlier that Seth Rollins, uh Cody Rhodes beat Seth Rollins, where they mentioned in this match, Sami Zayn has ne- not beaten Drew McIntyre. Like it's the same repetitive, similar type story, but yes, you're right in the main event. I would have taken CM Punk talking at the end of the show comparably to the beginning of the show to try to make Me this too. work. Yeah, you you I think Raw the last three weeks have been really focused on hot starts and cold finishes. I mm-hmm. I know that they know that that last hour struggles with viewership, and that's probably why they're doing it. But, guys, if, if that's going to be the case, if you're just going to give us filler matches for like an hour's worth of television, just reduce the show. Make it two and a half hours even. Like on yeah. Netflix, two and a half hours commercial free. That sounds like a lot to me, man. Like even mm-hmm. three hours commercial free. Ooh, Randy, this show is going to become two hours long, two and a half hours long. We're going to be going head to head with Boris and Dax as far as the longest shows on the network goes. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. All right. But yeah, here we go. This is the match. Randy McIntyre jumps him to start off early and they go to the floor for an immediate break here. Back from commercial, Sammy hits his sunset bomb for a much needed breather. Zane fights back again, but gets run over by the hard shot from Drew. McIntyre goes up only to get Superplex back down in quite a big crash. Again, that Superplex, it just, it just the filler spot <laughs> matches <laughs> always. The Haluva kick is cut off with an elbow to the face, followed by an overhead belly to belly. I love that overhead belly to belly that Drew does. White Noise then plants Sammy for two, but he knocks McIntyre in the corner again. Another Haluva kick is blocked with what appears to be a low blow. The Claymore hits, and he finishes off. McIntyre is the winner. And guess what? Sami Zayn's teeth all remain in his mouth. Nice. Somebody's teeth finally. Eh? (laughs) You know what's crazy is so many people are online like, oh, man, Drew has never liked that. If you ask me, that Claymore kick has to be more on the guy taking it than the guy throwing it. Because Mm. Drew throws that with force on purpose it has to look deadly 
It rarely connects ever, but you you know, <laughs> it definitely sounds like he does, right? This at the Royal Rumble, if you watch the replay, he connects flush with Cody's head. Yep. <laughs> Dude, a little, little ticklet. Out. Yeah, a little tic tac sitting on the floor. Nice I think that's his tooth. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's Cody's bat uh well isn't that his uh he does have a tooth he pulls out. What do you call them? That tooth that you oh, pull out. Yeah, you know, you're you're right. It might be his cap. It might yeah, be his cap. Be like a yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, it might be a cap that he just plopped out. But either way, Cody's face afterwards, yeah. he kind of, his eyes kind of veer over to the tooth for a second and then go back. And you can see he's just a little dazed yeah. <laughs> after taking a running kick to the head. Go, but, took uh, a tooth out of one guy and broke the, tore the, the, what did he tear? God damn it. Tore the triceps. Triceps, yeah. So. Ripped it right out. Ripped it right yeah. out, man. I'm shocked he didn't mention the tooth as well. But mm. anyways, yeah, that was raw for this week. In my opinion, very lackluster episode. And we have two weeks in a row, at least, of very lackluster episodes. But Randy, what did you think about Monday Night Raw? Well, thank you, Eric. What did I think? What did I think of this Raw after the Royal Rumble? What did I think? Welcome to In This Corner with Zane. I didn't like it. And I'll explain why the wrestling community and the stuff in wrestling right now, wrestling media, the fans, uh, the stories that are going on, the people have pulled me out of wrestling this week. I've been so tired of hearing all the negativity going on against wrestling. I'm not saying ignore it. Please don't think I'm saying that. Don't ignore what's going on. Listen to what it is. But... If you don't know anything about it and you don't, you're not part of it, so on and so forth, then it's really none of your business. Now, as a fan, should we know something? Yes, we did hear certain things, but the media is taking it too far. The fans are taking it too far. People are arguing on what questions they should ask in a press conference and who they should ask it to. Um, people are in the company should have addressed it too, beginning of a press conference, so on and so forth. The Royal Rumble is one of the happiest moments of the year where friends get together they spend a lot of money towards each other to pick rumble pools or whatever it may be have a couple of beer talk about who is the surprise one showing up so on and so forth oh my god cody rhodes won it again talk about oh cm punk look good is like you know what i mean it's about the positivity on stuff but with all this negativity that's going on who do i blame vince mcmahon who do i blame the media who do i blame us the fans in everything that tore me and when i said tore me it literally tore me away from this week's raw i couldn't get into it even though we had some good matches it's sad eric i know 
Eric is a good friend of mine, people, and he knows how much I love wrestling and always put positivity in it. And no matter what bad happens, comes into it, I normally always say the positives on it. But for the first time in my whole 52 year of existence of loving wrestling, I was tore out. I was wrestled out. I tapped. So yes, I did watch Raw last night. Yes, I watched all the matches, but I wasn't excited. I wasn't happy.、Um, CM Punk promo, yes, very good. I think he put his heart into it, in which he should. He is there is a Jew around him with WrestleMania. There might be a that he'll never ever main event. There might be a chance that he won't, and he acknowledged it. He also acknowledged though that if. He wouldn't have been a UFC fighter if other people said it. He did his dreams. He inspired us to do our dreams as well. If somebody says no, you can't do it. Go out and do it. Cody Rhodes in the press conference, the man of the year, handling the questions that he did with a business that's not his own, and people reaming him and drilling questions to him in the media and in the fan base. Is that his place? No. So I don't care what they say. Well, the media got asked the questions. Fine, ask the right people the fucking questions. Don't ask fucking Cody Rhodes because he has no time to listen to that shit and put up a company. This is a business now where all of us are hopefully can work in a in a in a zone or a place that、uh, they don't have to worry about certain things going on. They are all friends. They all respect each other. Yes, you can have fights. Yes, we're not going to agree with everything that everybody does says or do, but at least be a man or a woman enough to acknowledge it. Not everybody needs to know everything. So, I topped out. Like I'm literally like I, I give Raw this week, and it's not because of the product. I give Raw a week a big F, and it's because、yeah. of all of us and all the people in the media of what they did to wrestling this week and Vince McMahon. So I apologize.、Yep. I'm sorry. No, and 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 you make no. It's good. You make really good points, especially about us as fans being you know more or less responsible for the craziness that. We are continuing to push around and create and assume behind the scenes, and and that is not a statement about my beliefs at all or anybody else's beliefs. It's just a, a broad statement in general, and、um, yeah, it's been it's been a strange week, and unfortunately, a lot of people continue to ask these types of questions. Like even during the Rumble, it seemed like every single thing that happened. Somehow turned about this as well.、Right. We couldn't just enjoy it. We couldn't just put it past us for a little while and enjoy three hours of our life without having to deal with, you know, potentially fighting and arguing with each other about what our potential beliefs are.、Um, me personally, I am completely on the side of like you have to know like a lot of facts before you start making a lot of claims and assumptions. So it takes time for that. And if there was, say, for example, a homicide investigation going on, guess who couldn't answer any questions about the investigation going、mm. on? The police who are investigating, right? right? So if there's currently something going on investigation-wise, anybody in any company—I'm not making any statements about it—we as fans don't need to know about it. Let's just enjoy some fucking wrestling and have a great time. Or or know or know about it when we have the facts right in front of us, right? These are all allegations in the in the point. Sorry, and my I, point I, was we don't need to know about it yet, because、right. we don't know everything. Right. 
and and don't get me wrong like like i can't run a, a wwe or i can't run AEW. there's there's no that's not my job it's not my forte or whatever it may be i believe all sides did stuff wrong they could have sent something else to the the press before and don't ask questions about this but to ask questions when there's a federal case going on when when vince mcmahon and wwe's office got raided to ask yep. vince mcmahon's son-in-law if he's going to answer this is absolutely ridiculous. So I don't care if I, if we're part of the media or we're not, he's not going to answer a question, not alone against a company that has a federal investigation going on, but against his father-in-law that we don't even know if he likes or dislikes anyways. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? Just, again, so, it's just like, it's just like the same thing. Like you, you couldn't go to the family member. Say for example, like, Oh, I hate I'm not gonna make the I'm not gonna make the comparison. Okay. I hate where it's I hate where it's going already. Yeah. Um and I don't want to continue to add to it in any yeah. sense of the way because it's just like you said, Randy, it's actually brought me down and you guys don't have a video uh right now of of us, but yeah. you can see both of me and Randy's eyes are ex very exhausted by all of this. And we just wanna enjoy wrestling and wanted to have like a great rumble. And it was marred by all of us making it, trying to make it as bad as possible yeah. just to, I don't know, have some advantage over the other one. Well, look, this happened to you for a change. Like, it's like beat him while they're down, right? Yeah. And that's what people are doing with CM Punk too. They're beating him while he's down and saying, well, the guy is fragile Phil and all of this shit. It's like, dude. Fuck you. I'd like to see you get in the ring and do half of the shit that that guy does at his age. And I would I'm love fine. to see half of these commenting people online, especially about the UFC fights, try to get into any MMA right. ring, let alone the right. UFC as your first thing. And I love the fact that he said it scared the shit out of him because, guys, if you're not scared of doing something, you shouldn't be doing it. That's right. right. If something doesn't terrify you, then you shouldn't take that chance. Don't live That's a comfortable right. life. Live your life impactfully, as I always say. And like I, you know, always say too, just take care of yourselves and each other because a lot of us in this wrestling community are misfits and you're going to get a lot further and have a lot more benefit in your life than having from having friends than making enemies. 100%. So we're not going to finish this thing as normal, but myself anyways. But yeah. Eric hit all the notes on what we're not going to plug anything. We're not gonna, we don't care if you follow us or not. Or, But all we do care about is it, I want Eric to finish off like he normally does, because that's exactly how we should be living to this day. So, yes, Eric, sir. finish it so off. That's, that's what I'm going to say. So, first of all, just a quick note here. Um as I always say, thank you so much to li listening to us. We really appreciate you guys doing so. Uh, quick scheduling note here. I am going to be leaving the country for two weeks. During that time, Randy and I were thinking that we were going to do something else. But I think this is a really good time for us to take a two-week break, Randy, and yeah. come back on the 19th of February for the next you know raw that we'll be together for and give our fans a great review on the 20th of february so guys we won't be here for a couple of weeks so in the meantime like i always say please take care of yourselves and each other and live your life impactfully live 
laugh, and love each other and wrestling. Chiquita banana and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you You can put them in a salad Grief? No, not yet, my dear That greenish way you're looking means that you are ripe for cooking How about me? No, no, when you are fully ripe, my dear Those little flecks of brown appear Me? You're most digestible, my friend. Delicious, too, from end to end. You can put them in a pie any way you want to eat them. It's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. Bananas are a solid food that doctors now include in baby's diet. And since they are so good for baby, I think we all should try it. Oh! See, 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 see. 